<laughs> this is the Trap One podcast reporting from Utopia 2023. And there's a, there's a little posse of us here who have come along to this convention here in the very large, very long corridored hotel. <laughs> it's like Castroval, though. It is. You just yeah, walk round Castrovalva. and round and round. It's that rich and square again. And, <laughs> and all the corridors really do look the same. Yes. Um, let's just, I, I, I'm Pete. I'm Cy. I'm Mark. I'm Dave. I'm Hannah. And and Mark and Dave, is this your first Doctor Who convention, did you just say? First one for me. Uh, it's my second one, but the first time oh, I've done well. a call. Oh, well, you're <laughs> an old timer now. <laughs> but, yeah, so, we've been here for a couple, a few hours. It's, it's uh, Saturday tea time. We're about to go and it's have Friday our tea. It's Friday tea time. <laughs> <laughs> We've had one drink. We've had one drink. He says he's had one drink. <laughs> and we've, well, we've got more than that. We've had Dimensions in Time. Which, we have. Which, oh, yes. <laughs> with Colin Baker and Bonnie Langford experiencing it for the first time. And <laughs> Hannah experiencing it for the first time. <laughs> I, I was, you were sat next to me, Hannah, and I was just hearing sort of occasional gasps. <laughs> what was face the face when I told you. You were like... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I mean... I couldn't hear a great deal of what was going on because of the commentary and because of the Pantai crowd, um, <laughs> which I love. Sorry. More Doctor Who should be done in Panto style. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bonnie Langford's dog was enjoying it also. Um, she, uh, what did she yes, call Poppy? Poppy. 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 Yeah, Poppy. 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 Yeah. Poppy. Uh, so, but, and then prior to that, we had a Missing Episodes panel. Uh, we which did. Was we did. Very interesting. So good. And, it, and I, I'm not, I mean, we shouldn't really tell you this, but to be honest, Marco Polo is underrated. I would happily, <laughs> happily watch all seven episodes at ten times speed again uh, after after they were amazingly whipped out of who knows. The and it's just were very generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The space pirates is just awesome, actually. It is. I didn't know. It's the dance routines. Nobody mentioned the dance routines. Um, no, so we, we had people have got rivals. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we got um, and, and a few fair few digs being made by our professional. Uh, panel about a certain, a certain um, super fan who may have rescued some episodes of a certain TV show yeah. that he yeah. absolutely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it was um, Sue um, Moulden thank you uh, gave a, she opened that up with a really nice look, talk about how her job came to exist and that was just weird wasn't it the, 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 the just nobody was in charge of it and just that she happened to work on the 40th anniversary of BBC TV show editing yeah. together clips from shows from across the years it does seem astounding that it took 40 years of the BBC before they realised we've got a history that needs to be preserved yeah mm-hmm. This is it's actually just, valuable. Yeah, it's yeah. just that like, TV was ephemeral. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it reminded me. I mean, like the, the Royal Shakespeare Company and down the road from me in Stratford, they have their, their theatre for years has been all kitted out with cameras and everything. And it's only been about the last five or six years that they've made a point of videoing every single show they do. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, they, they just didn't. They're like, no, we put we put on plays. We're not. Well, I and I guess that's what the BBC's yeah, mentality I feel like was. That's the ultimate way of comparing it. Um, like TV when it was live was regarded as similar to theatre, and that you know ephemeral is the right word. Like. That, it, that just car- seemed to have carried on from like so long and like on like modernised relatively. We feel like they should have 
have been noticing the difference much sooner. Yeah, she was talking about which one of her first jobs was choosing which episodes of Triangle to keep, <laughs> which is like what a job. But also, how can I get that job? But also, <laughs> that was this is the eighties, and they were just keeping the occasional bits and bobs yeah. as, as examples. I, uh, also, I I'll just uh, sort of drop this in. While I was talking to June Hudson with Dave, she just happened to mention that um, the BBC Shakespeare did a complete remount of their Much Ado About Nothing Mm -hmm. because um, the person that they'd cast as Beatrice was wrong for the part. And she kept hinting that it was probably Penelope Keith. Oh. And she was too tall. Ah. And it didn't work. Um, But anyway, um, but she was sort of saying, well, she said, I wonder if they've got the original version in the archive because they would have completed it and then worked out it wasn't right. And and she said, and then I went on and did the costumes for the remount. So when they were originally broadcasting live, if they decided to make a telerecording of it, they'd normally do two performances a week. The first wouldn't be recorded, so we only ever technically actually have the second recording. If anything gets changed in between, say if there's a fluff in the Mm -hmm. first one or a fluff in the second one that wasn't in the first, first one, we actually only have the second one if you count them as separate broadcasts mm. one of them is always going to be missing because it was live and not recorded and yeah. that's the only reason uh. we've got the likes of the 1984 yes that's the kind of period and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. and only a couple of episodes of the Quatermass experiment yes. for that reason isn't it I yeah. think yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a tragedy isn't it mm-hmm. and there was one that, that there was a Quatermass episode that had a fly or something got on the yes. thing so they just bin, they just yeah. binned the whole it got on the print so they just binned oh. the whole thing because like, no one's going to want to buy this it's ruined mm-hmm. and that we can never see it again because of one Fly, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, as you mentioned, June Hudson was on it. it was oh great. God, June Hudson is just brilliant. Lovely, so beautiful June. Dame Baroness June. I have yeah. listened to her for hours, and I could listen to her for hours because she remembers everything down to the fabric she was she? working with. Yeah, yes. and you, know, you kind of get used to guests uh, being a little bit woolly about which stories, which God mm-hmm. knows I am when I try to remember them. Uh, but she was bang on with you know, the costumes for this one, she and then and down to incredible details of like, surely you weren't involved in that bit but you still remember it yes, oh. it wasn't Willie it was Silk wasn't it oh, that's <laughs> right Rogan Romana's scarf yeah, yeah it, it was would... a bit heavy but yeah, it was no, yeah, Romana <laughs> and all about the she's all about the practicalities and the quality of the, the build mm-hmm. and giving credit to the people who actually did the, the cutting and the sewing and the making she really yeah. wanted to emphasize yeah. yeah. the, the skill of those exactly yeah. and just the and fact that she said it's not my work that's on the screen it's the maker's work yeah. Yeah. I thought just, that was yeah. such an interesting Interesting view yeah. and to take yeah. that like what she does she considers as being like everything beforehand behind the scenes and it's someone yeah. else's work. Of on course. Screen. I mean, I was in my element because all she talked about from Doctor Who really was Lala Ward. Addressing <laughs> 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 Lala Ward and a lot about the Leisure Hive costume, which I think is is the best costume Lala Ward wore. So um yeah, that was Other that was a jo- are also, they are. <laughs> <laughs> but they're also wrong. <laughs> um, but no and 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 I I Put my hand up and asked a question about Jacqueline Pierce, and she was just effusive about darling, about darling <laughs> Jacqueline. Wonderful. Darling, the amount of June. adjectives, <laughs> loved yeah. those wonderful adjectives. Yeah, she Pierce. really loved working with her, yeah. and just the stories of. Lala coming on on set for the first time and everyone giving her a round of applause just for her <laughs> costume and for Jacqueline Pierce 
being exactly the same that everything just stopped for those moments with yeah. her costumes and we witnessed just, June being reunited with elements of costumes that she made back in oh, the oh you 80s. did yes oh I missed that <laughs> yeah that was quite good fun yeah <laughs> it was presented to her and then they said please don't say this <laughs> it's a relic <laughs> right. do you recognise this sock <laughs> and I and I missed I was a bit late so I missed Colin and Bonnie who actually yes. opened the whole thing didn't and they? they were really really good oh. and it was lovely because um, they were able to talk about the power of the doctor so they've got mm-hmm. some new anecdotes about their yes. afternoons of work and yeah. doing this <laughs> um, Colin said oh yes he said I only did an afternoon he said because I work fast <laughs> <laughs> but so, so that was like and, and um, Bonnie was talking about William Russell and yeah. how he was a little confused mm. during the recording but mm. really lovely yeah. but not quite because he couldn't see the cameras yeah. he wasn't he, he wasn't quite sure of the context mm. of what and he kept saying and John Bishop kept oh, why are you asking me all these questions again he said I've answered this and, uh, right, and yeah. a little bit of confusion yeah, there yeah no that was a, yeah that was a really brave thing to incorporate someone of that, that senior and with those issues but mm-hmm. for everyone to support special that they yeah. to yes. get him involved and, and just everyone yeah. clearly everybody just rallied round to make sure that he had a, yep. a, 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 a pleasant time doing it even though it was difficult for him he want, obviously wanted to and Bonnie revealed that she brought her own costume she turned up in that costume and people keep asking her if, if, if they can buy that and no she said I just really like this job. and they were trying to ask him are you in the future episode yes. they were not giving anything no. away Nothing at all, because oh, that's one of the five million rumours, isn't it? I've, yeah, I've, I've, yeah. I've, that's definitely one Particularly of particularly for Bonnie. For Bonnie, yeah, because yeah. she's a big BBC name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and the, interestingly, there were a lot of lot of questions for Bonnie, uh-huh. and not so much for Colin. Oh, I suppose she's just novelty. I exactly. mean, because Colin, we love Colin, but he's always here. <laughs> so, and, and Colin said how lovely it was to be, actually be doing a panel with Bonnie because he doesn't get to no. do that very often. So that was yeah. really lovely. Yeah, and of course, our, our introduction to, to today was actually watching Bonnie Langford running round the sort of oh, yeah. central. Uh, there's a nice green area in the middle of. Um, um, the sort of hotel and yeah. running around with her dog. <laughs> <laughs> we all stood back at a respectful distance. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to have head and have food, and then we're going to have a pub quiz, and then who knows what follows. Um, well, oh, yeah, we've got a lot. Well, gonna, we, we, have, we did last year, well, so yeah, we've, got we a lot to, yeah. we've got a lot to live up to, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> so wish, wish us luck for that, and we'll report back later. Goodbye. Bye, Bye for now. Greyhound Trap One, over. And welcome to the lovely garden. Are we calling it a garden of the resort uh, for it's Saturday evening. We're, it is. We're about to eat. It's been a quiet day. Nothing much. Uneventful, really. No. So, yeah. Ten o'clock this morning seems a really long time ago. But who else was in the John Levine? Yes. We were, yeah. were, were we all? Yeah. Yes. I think all of us. Simon was sensible. We're joined now by Simon Fox. I I avoided. <laughs> I abstained wisely. It's a roller coaster. Uh, I don't know what the person who was interviewing him had done to offend the rest of the team to get that job. <laughs> well, it's but, not what you get on a DVD commentary, is it? Uh, no, no, no. But some of it is. But yeah, he's a he's a 
a, a complicated man. <laughs> what are the other euphemisms with we can opinions. use? With opinions. <laughs> Not all of which are horrendous. <laughs> um, just some Really? Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, no, he said Patrick Trouton was nice. He did, yes. He did. He probably was lovely. Yeah, he was lovely. He's his best friend. But also a lot of um, violence. Violence against, <laughs> against bad people who themselves were violent. Um, so, but also being a nurse, and it's yeah. And um, the, where do we and start? His father's yeah. horrific. Well, death. Death. Yeah, I'm not drinking. I mean, John didn't go in a linear order, so there's no reason we should. No, he hosted the Emmys, regional <laughs> semi-finals, <laughs> Southwestern yeah. regional. Yeah, it was a bit like I won a BAFTA, South Wales BAFTA, yeah. <laughs> a Welsh BAFTA, no, a South uh-huh. Wales BAFTA. There was the Bengal Mafia. Oh, the bingo oh, man. Oh, that's yes. a highlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. About that. It, what, Telling some, him he'd be sleeping with the fishes. Because of something he did while bingo calling. <laughs> and yeah. he didn't specify what. <laughs> what does it... I mean, the bingo last night was pretty cutthroat. Yeah. Oh, we won the quiz. We Hang did. on. Yay! <laughs> Talking of chronology, uh, last night we triumphed for the second year in a row. Woo-hoo! In the, uh, in the In the quiz. We yeah. did. Uh, so that was nice incredibly close run it really was yeah. yeah and that was without all the right answers that everyone said after we'd handed the papers in <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so that was nice and yeah last night's entertainments was were, was that the quiz and, and, and bingo. bingo and, and I won bingo yeah, yeah, yeah people must yeah people must Steve, nobody me. cheered when you won the bingo <laughs> <laughs> no we did of course we did and despite, despite a lovely bit, postcard of Colin Baker in his yes. old sexy Colin Baker yeah. Yeah. very sexy really, those mm-hmm. robes really so him, don't mm-hmm. He was very envious. Oh. So after John Levine, <laughs> um, it was on next. It's all a blur already. Uh, we had well, I, well, I don't, well, everyone split up this thing. Yes, a bit of a Sarah Jane yeah. bent in yes. the morning, didn't it? Uh, the Sarah Jane lads were, were wonderful. They were just full of laughter mm-hmm. and and remembering. Their, and it's so nice seeing them on there, remembering like their when they were teenagers and all the trouble they used to cause, and not realise what pains it was for everyone else. <laughs> They're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, they really are. And they've got. Uh, you could just tell that there was a really great friendship there that was yeah. bonded on that show, and they loved working together, and they loved seeing each other today. And I was able to go up and speak to Daniel when I was getting um, his autograph and tell him how much my nephew loved him Aww. when he was young, and he was just, oh my god, oh, that's really <laughs> wonderful. Do you want me to record a message for him? Which is just a lovely thing. And so you said no, but no. I've got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Damn here it. he is. <laughs> oh, I, I no, am we intrigued <laughs> by their um, kleptomania, um, thievery, yeah. whatever you want to call it, of yeah. um, the BBC prop cupboard. And I didn't realise the fact that like Sarah Jane shared with Tortured and Doctor Who at that time, which means that the, the various bits and pieces from potentially all those shows out in the wild really could have taken a doctor. They did yeah. look very guilty. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I, I loved Tommy saying, and I never had to buy shoes. <laughs> you know when you were like 15 and like raiding your parents' spirits cupboard? Well, this is like their equivalent. I guess it was, yeah. <laughs> and one but, of them hasn't changed a bit. Looked no, exactly the no, same. Daniel Anthony is, is just... Uh, got a painting. He's got a painting in his loft. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, oh, it was fun hearing about how... Cause, cause, um, Luke was too young he was still doing his GCSEs but Daniel Anti playing Clyde was was just over the age so he didn't have to have a compulsory tutor so he was just allowed to doss about between takes well poor old um Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, thank you. <laughs> I, I did a face then that let everyone know I had no fucking idea what his name was. Um, was, uh, was having to do GCSEs. Well, and a wonderful, wonderful story of him and Angelie 
turning up at the windows of where he was being having his lessons and just pulling faces through the windows while he was trying to study for 10 minutes between the takes that was yeah. wonderful I was so impressed by his story about going and doing a maths exam in the morning in and Bristol then, and then going off to start filming in the afternoon yeah like, that's quite a lot of pressure yeah yeah and um I loved where they were. Um, well, it was like, it's all disturbing when they start talking about fan theories and, and, and shipping and such like. Came into it, but they knew all about it. About what was it Clarny? Clarny, that was mm-hmm. it. Yeah. They read fan fiction. Yeah, the yes. so, yeah. I, I did really wow. I mean, that's brave. Yeah, <laughs> they were too. They didn't watch themselves on TV because they found it too embarrassing. But they read fan fiction. It's like about people. What imagine what you're doing. <laughs> I think fan for slash. I think we know what we're thinking. Yes. <laughs> and of course, full of love for, for good old Liz Slayton, who obviously you don't need telling this, but they all adored her, and 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 she would she was there. Was it Mother Hen? Mother Hen. They called her. Yeah. 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 But yeah, what an amazing, uh, what an amazing teenage experience. Mm-hmm. Is next? Uh, is we, a lovely Joe Lister. Isn't it? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I missed him because I was getting autographs at the time. Same. Yeah, it was a lovely interview. It was really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it was lovely. and he talked about the progression of his career and how he went from torture to Sarah Jane mm-hmm. and how that led on to his present career. And he talked about his influences. Um, about uh, things like uh, RTD's uh, Dark Season back in the day mm-hmm. and the boy who yeah. who got his stolen his laugh who got his laugh stolen who which oh. I thought I'd imagined but no somebody wow. else mm-hmm. we have the same influences uh-huh. but he put it to more productive use and he still has an obvious love for the characters that he's written for because he, oh, yeah. he talked about Clyde and Ranny and Luke with such affection and he said he was really happy to revisit them for Big Finish so hopefully he's hoping he's hopeful that there will be more and yeah. they're very real to him aren't they Ranny yeah. and Clyde mm-hmm. and so on and it was lovely because he was stood at the back of their panel watching them mm. sort of at the very end of their panel oh, yes. which oh, nice. was really lovely and yeah. the, 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 just before he came on there was the question that they got asked who was your favourite writer <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't Joel <laughs> Oh, we got um, Craig Ells. Yes, another Craig one Ells talking was great, of recently, wasn't he? the most recent. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's, a han- he's a handsome chap. Well, he's he's a, we've thought of you, Simon, because he looked you right in the <laughs> eye, did. didn't he? He did, when and he said, he said a particular line. Northern, northern accent, bring back my home, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I died a little. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, me and Pete were there saying, "Oh, he's exactly what Simon would really like." Yeah, yeah. I, I, I died a little when he mentioned his wife. Oh. I'm sure she's lovely, but. Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, that wink he gave me in the breakfast bar. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dashed. Mm-hmm. And and it, conf- confirmation that Carvinista is a cockapoo. Yes. Um, Which led to an outrageous pun from Mark McManus it on is. Twitter. I don't know why he's allowed on Twitter. I don't think we can Twitter. even say what he said. <laughs> uh, we'll retweet that later. Uh-huh. <laughs> then, Katie Manning. Uh, Katie Manning Manning. she's like part of the infrastructure she's like you can't have a a phantom event without Katie oh hang on we've missed Peter Purvis oh Peter Purvis yeah 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 yeah. so and and him actually he was on just after um, 
Levine and it was an interesting a, re- a real sort of out of the fireplace into something that is not a fireplace because <laughs> 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 uh, well that roller coaster into the Blue Peter studio exactly and you're on, you know <laughs> you're on safe cosy living room in front of yeah. the fire you know you're on safer ground with him mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah he's, he's just so sort of gentlemanly and uh, and had so many stories from because he's done so much I, uh, his, but, but Lulu the elephant was specifically asked for and we got that for the probably millionth time he's ever told it but in, it now comes with an F-bomb, which yeah. coming out of Peter Purvis is just a bit more surprising than from other people. And it was useless. absolutely beautifully timed mm-hmm. as well for maximum impact when you've got so far into the story and then he just goes, and fuck him. He's comedy timing and pick Yes, yes. yes. I mean, he's a gentleman and obviously he's done so much, but he remembers what he's done. And that's uh, him talking about his relationship with Biddy Baxter on Blue Peter was really fascinating because you imagine it was quite a happy ship, but there was obviously lots of tensions there, and he was quite open to say we didn't get on. Yeah, but he said I did go on Twitter and which uh, a happy ninetieth <laughs> yeah. birthday the other day. So he'll not he'll so say bad that for someone like who was essentially his boss and what mm, they yeah. worked for for a long period. There is yeah. always probably going to be those ups and downs, and it just made me think of frankly anyone else's relationship with bosses at times. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to be your friends, yeah. even just because it's no. you know it's mm-hmm. a different I mean, industry. I wonder if the two of them were were, were too similar, and that's maybe why because they, they're both yeah. quite yeah. headstrong people who very strong, know their opinions and know yeah. what they want said, to do. You know, yeah. they, they both really respected one another. Yeah. I, I thought, well, that, that that's good to hear. Yeah. Now, wasn't there a bit of audience participation in this panel? Oh, which yes. I did miss, <laughs> um, but um, yes. I heard yeah. about later on. Yeah, yeah. Talking about um, so, what, what, which missing episode? He was talking about which missing episode he'd most like to come back because there'd been a discussion about that yesterday, as we talked about. And uh, he says, oh, "I'll bet you all know, don't you?" And just everyone went, "The massacre!" <laughs> and it, it was like Robbie Williams at Nez- Neb- Nebworth holding up the mic. He held up his microphone to the audience, uh-huh. just like we Robbie would during Angels. And we went, "The massacre!" Uh, and uh, but he was still able, although he knew that we already knew it he was then able to just talk really interestingly about why and uh, and, and how much he valued it and like someone who's got such a such a big name CV with so many big things in it um, the fact that he takes his Doctor Who role so seriously mm-hmm. is just really interesting and it's so yeah. different to I mean it's funny to compare him with uh, Maureen O'Brien who mm. who is very affectionate and talks about Doctor Who Warmly, but as far as she's concerned, it was it was rubbish and a bit of crap that she did, and she wanted to do real theatre, and she's delighted that people like it. And I think her opinion has changed. He was yeah. he was similarly this time 20, 25 years ago, saying, "Oh, Doctor Who, it was just in the past." He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't look regard it very fondly, but I think now he's much more. He remembers it more affectionately. I think he appreciates the. Yeah. He was talking about the fact the that he's, the, he's kind of got memories of memories and I wonder if it's because in that meantime he's come and done the narration on the soundtracks and he's been able to revisit mm. in the stories that he hadn't before and it was just long ago memories now but now he's been able to go back and, and to it like properly uh, that's influenced him. Yeah. And he goes to more and more conventions now doesn't he? He said that he yeah. hadn't been to one before 98 and then every couple of years it was one and now it's more frequent. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But also I think I wonder if it's because it's an acting role and not a presenting role because he seemed to talk very fondly about being an actor Mm. and wanting to act again now sort Mm. of right at the end of his career and he's got this a pilot lined up at the moment which hopefully we'll finish recording later in the year 
Yeah, and it's got all sorts of people in it. Yeah. It? Um, um, yeah. Colin Spall. Colin Spall, yeah. yeah. Annette Badland. Mark, Annette yeah. Badland, yeah. Mark Benton. Yeah. Mm. And it's a, it's a, a pilot for a, a comedy. Henry's set, set in a, House. Yeah, set in a comedy care drama. Home. Comedy drama, yeah. yeah. Set in a care home where the woman who works there is in trouble and might be on the verge of getting fired and he's her best friend among the, um, the residents. Yeah, and he's got dementia. Yeah. Character. yeah. Uh, so it's really interesting. Yeah. And, but, and then he was like, for him. And he was like, but, but, but and then he said, but um, film was in a bit interrupted because I broke my arm. And then he rolled up his sleeve and his arm is like, <laughs> an yeah, arm, yeah. It's not, uh, that's not what an arm is. Yeah. But it's fine, I can use it, it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. I I, I, I'm not going to get it changed. He was so blase. He was like, it hasn't quite set right. They can fix it, but I'm not that bothered. <laughs> okay. And wonderfully, he just came up and said, you just come and chat to me. Oh, he did, didn't he? On his way yeah. off the stage. And he was just yeah. chatting to us away yeah. before we went off for lunch. He yeah. spent a lot of time talking to people when he was doing autographs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Did. It was probably the slowest moving mm-hmm. queue of the day. Yeah. Apart yeah. from Katie Manning. After Katie. After <laughs> but it was very nice. I mean, it was a broad range of subjects. It was giving some people some really interesting conversations mm-hmm. and talking about Doctor Who and Blue Peter and Crufts. And I got information about his earwax. <laughs> Overabundance of earwax, which he just had cleared by the new nurse that still opened a practice down the road from him in his parish. That's the kind of anecdote nice. you can't pay for. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get that at Megacon 5000, where they've only got 20 seconds per person. Exactly. You get, yeah. I, will, I will hold on to that anecdote, because that was my anecdote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And our day finished. Well, hang on. Oh, oh Katie. Oh, oh, back no, to Katie. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. to Katie. And our day finished after we saw Katie <laughs> Manning, <laughs> who is yeah, who is just Katie. Maybe she's Katie Manning. What, what Granny say? Manning. Oh, Granny Manning. 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 She was sitting on people's knees while they were asking her questions, uh, and then realizing that there was a person with a badly injured knee, and she very nearly, <laughs> very nearly had a mishap there. But, um, but had to hold but, off on some of the knee jobs. But it was like the knee yeah. jobs. She's <laughs> 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 of her seat. Oh yeah, which we can actually. I couldn't hear it, but apparently. There was, a, there was a hilarious noise being made every time she moved, which was making it quite difficult for her and her interviewer to carry yeah, on. Was it trouser material? It was not good yes. for it. Yes. <laughs> or she says her pant material. <laughs> <laughs> And the inevitable questions about whether she would come back again, and, and her memories of doing um, the uh, doing the power of the Doctor, and everybody agreed that we all heard her laugh. laugh before and we, we knew. Yeah. Yeah. A very clear show of hands from our <laughs> <laughs> But then, for the uh, yeah, for the, the rousing f- finale, uh-huh. uh, Dame Nicola McAuliffe. Is she a dame? She should be a dame. She uh, should be. She really yeah. should. Yeah. She needs a one-woman show. She's incredible. Yeah. I mean, she was in Doctor Who for five bloody minutes, and it they were and five, we covered in two <laughs> two minutes at the yeah. start of the panel. But thank God she was, because that's uh-huh. an excuse to have her in it, just telling us stories about everything that yeah. she's done. She was captivating and a breadth of topics and subjects. Everybody mm. seemed to be really wrapped up in what she had to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She put on a range of accents. She talked from everything from surgical spirit to... Golden Eye. She was the voice of James Bond's car in Tomorrow Never Dies yeah. because her partner is or, is or was uh, the sound engineer. And mm-hmm. that's just <laughs> that's just a great in. And lots of opinions on where theatre is, where it's going, fellow actors. Um, she could have been indiscreet, but she kind of held back. At uh, the she tells you the story. Yes. Smile yeah. when someone asked her about. Um, bad experiences with with directors and other actors, and she smiled and laughed, <laughs> and then very discreetly oh, didn't say a word. <laughs> about but she still manages to hold your attention, and she holds court, mm. and but does it effortlessly. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, and 
the um, the caustic comments about people going in and out during the panel. <laughs> woe, woe betide anyone who yes. needs to oh, answer a call of nature. prostrate. And of course we've got the scream. We did get the scream, didn't we, Simon? We did. Oh, um, you got it. This is oh, wow. Simon. Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There's now tap dancing going on. You may have seen this clip. <laughs> See, I think that's enough. That's, that's half of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a force of nature. That, it is. That, that scream mm. is just... It's Brilliant. almost like she sings the note, yes. isn't it? And she's singing the scream. It's almost like circular yeah, breathing. I think that's what she said last year, yeah. wasn't it? That yeah. It was circular breathing because that's yeah. how because you, you couldn't sustain. And while that she's otherwise. screaming, because I deliberately asked her to, to to do it because I failed to catch it on video last time. <laughs> so she was checking her watch while she was screaming. She was tap dancing while she was screaming. Yeah. She was looking at <laughs> drumming her, her fingers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just looked effortless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she is, you know, she's an old pro, isn't she? She's yeah. been doing it for decades, it's, and it really and shows. Had, it's real technique yeah. yeah and she had real opinions about actors who didn't have the technique and yeah. haven't learned those yeah. skills particularly yeah. those coming into the theatre and oh. yeah and woe betide <laughs> any actor who cannot talk to the yeah, yeah talk to the back of the theatre the prediction and predic- uh-huh. projection but this is where the real depth of these comes out because I mean a lot of the guys who a lot of the guests who come here are all pros aren't they so they've yes. got opinions they've been doing it for, for donkey's years this is perhaps the back end of the old guard and then you've got mm. the new ones coming up and so you get a real mixture of you know it's not just facile oh which doctor's your favourite it's you know you get to really into uh, really yeah. thoughtful questions yeah. for her as yeah. well which yeah. you don't necessarily get for your standard who guess because she had such a brief role yeah. I think yeah. the questions go all over the place all over her career yeah. because of that and it's not and it, it's, a, it's kind of a shame that we don't ask Katie Manning those questions oh, and we, things we like that to. or Peter Purvis Absolutely. or whatever and maybe maybe mm. we all should yeah, yeah was, maybe it, we should meeting Katie for autographs it was interesting talking to her about some of her stage roles because I have met her after performances when she's been in Edinburgh performing and oh. she, she was quite happy to talk about these yeah. things and she would talk about doing it it was me and Jezebel she did about 10 or 12 years ago at the Edinburgh Fringe um, and she just went off on anecdotes and how she embodied being <laughs> Betty Davis and she seemed really happy just to talk about these other roles that she's taken she should be a dame too <laughs> absolutely she yep. should fill out whatever the form is that we can all fill out for dame nominations let's get doing it yeah. <laughs> but it's like that old Doctor Who sketch isn't it of ask him about their theatre work they don't want to talk about Doctor Who <laughs> House. Okay. <laughs> so we're so we're half we're past the halfway mark now, but we've still got tonight ahead of us. We've got we've got a classic Who heavy day tomorrow. Yeah, and we've got a, and we've got a panel of entertainment from our guests, yes. which mm-hmm. is always really good in previous years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and and then the threat of karaoke. Dave's got his <laughs> I'm looking song at you, Dave. Up. Yeah, Dave, Dave is the one who's admitted he's he's, he's up for it. <laughs> Hopefully the room doesn't empty. We're going to the bar. Yes. <laughs> if you get up first and do your number straight away, we'll stay and indulge. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, um, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, with more summaries of what we've been through and whether we've made it through the night unscathed. Stay tuned. We'll speak to you later. Bye. 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 Hello, Greyhound. This is.
This is trap one. Do you read me? Over. So welcome to Sunday afternoon. I finally figured out what day it is. And uh, we finished. We have. It's over. Sad. Don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we nearly got. I'm we, not here. We nearly got you to speak. I'm, I'm fake Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so people are making their way home. We've had the it's rounded off with the um, with, with the the prize thing, which raffle. raffle thank you. Which <laughs> Simon wants. Simon Again, has won I've everything. Been, I've been really lucky all this weekend. If, I mean, we won the quiz. That was not luck. That was absolute skill. That was skills. Uh, then I won bingo, <laughs> and then I won a prize in the raffle so it's, it's just amazing if there'd been, been, <laughs> been, been a two mile steeplechase you would have won that as well you just, it's just, no, just, no just, I wouldn't <laughs> so, um, so last night was fun wasn't it everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. a bit <laughs> yes there were jinx and, and hijinks and shenanigans we're sitting in the shadow exquisite we're sitting in the shadow of um Mine and Hannah's and Dave's work at 2am this morning. The statue embodying the spirit of communication, which is a kneeling figure <laughs> holding a box that has been opened and a dove is majestically flying out of this figure's box. The glove now has a tip, a top at the tip of each of its wings, a Professor Stallman green hand with hair. Uh, we've seen people admiring it. We've seen people who are, com- who are convention attendees admiring it. I think we've seen other people admiring it. We've too. seen people having photographs with it. Because of course so. the essence of the art lies <laughs> in the fact that it is here. <laughs> Exquisite. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, that was a, a great end to, to yesterday. To a long or, in night. Fact, or the start of today, yes, probably. But, but we are a bunch of cowards. Not one of us dared to go into the karaoke zone. It was just... No. You put your head I, down. I, 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 you I, took that you for the team. <laughs> a I, brave man. I, I, took a, I did not possess the bravery that was required to, uh, to go in. But one. you did do Dave's favourite tweet of the, of the whole weekend <laughs> following that. Oh, what, the Eccleston gift? No. That's oh, the sound of this one. planet screaming <laughs> <laughs> out. We do. It's but yeah, Inferno has been rearing its head quite considerably. <laughs> um, so then, <laughs> bright eyed and bushy tailed, we embarked upon this morning. We had we had Lisa Barman and eventually Sophie Eldred yes. in the first panel. But that was really nice because it gave Lisa a chance to talk. I think because everyone would have and did have so many questions for Sophie it was really nice to give Lisa a chance to have a a share in the limelight and talk about Bernice particularly in Bernice's 25th anniversary since she started playing the role yeah. talk about casualty and and bits of her career that we might not have heard about before and going back to casualty yes yeah <laughs> And uh, yeah, I can't believe no one's calling it the Bernieversary. That that just oh. seems like it's right there for the taking. Big Finish can have that big one. Big Finish, yeah. <laughs> Whoever owns it, it is Big Finish, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we've had a lot more classic things today. And we've had. Um, mm-hmm. Did you were any of you in Graham Harper and George yes. Galaccio talking about? I only about heard the uh, end of that one. Mm. Thank you. So I very much enjoyed them talking about the um, early OB filming, and they both seemed to really love it and talked about the flexibility. um, that it gave to them and they were very conscious I I think um, of the differences in pitch quality between VT and film they enjoyed having that seamlessness there which I thought was interesting because I've heard some of the directors say we we liked the flexibility of film on location but others clearly prioritised that contrast of pitch quality 
And there was one point, was that where somebody mentioned the light unit? What did they, what did oh, they call the it? Oh, the lightweight production unit. Yeah, you literally went, yes! When they mentioned <laughs> that. <laughs> 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 reading up about the so, history of them so recently, I think so, the 1975 DWM calls us an article um, um, covering that in a bit more detail. Um, and so they, a lot of the camera operators were coming from sport and had to come and shoot drama. Oh, course, and yeah. so you get some quite wide shots on, on things because they're not used to having to focus on people so, so much as sort of some of the feedback directors get interesting and, and so and, and uh, I didn't get many photos or, or autographs today did any of you what, what's, what's the photo experience been uh, Ian read it and was a joy uh, one person had only got a hug before me so immediately when I tried to go for a hug he said right, we like the hug ones if anyone wants to have a hug it's fine <laughs> um, and this panel when was that? Was that after? That was afterwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Greatest Show reunion. I, I, I only caught the second half of that, but he was... <laughs> what was he was talking about? Um, my mind's went blank. Um, bonding, the, bonding casts. Yes. Bonding yeah. casts, yes, yes. Bonding casts. That, yeah, that was really interesting that... Um, they said they had such a great time on this that um, actually sort of every time they get back together it's like seeing your old mate and you're just sort of catching up and even though it's not something that they do all the time it's just like they pick up where they went off because they bonded so much over the the, um, the filming down in Dorset and then the, and the parties in Weymouth and yeah I, and you could you could sense the bond there. Which JNT directed the location shoot. Did some of it. Did, 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 he, did, he did second ah, direction. Ah, I didn't know that. Second or, director. Yeah, I didn't know that. Or that was to get it all done in time. Yeah, and that was great. I asked um, Chris Jury about his um, his um, <laughs> audition for the Seventh Doctor, oh, yeah. and. And he oh, turned yeah. up and he said, yeah, he said, I only fucking found out about this recently. He said, I don't know what I was on when I was doing this. He said, but I had no memory of doing this. And how young, how young would he have been? been? He was so did yeah. he do one? Yes, he yeah. did with Janet Fielding. Because yeah. they oh, said well, someone, oh, someone, yeah. someone rang up Janet while he was doing a panel somewhere else to <laughs> confirm whether, this, whether she could say that he actually did this. But it's interesting. It's one of the ones that hasn't been released from The Seventh Doctor. Ah. Um, sort of rehearsals I think Ken Campbell and Chris Jury's ones were not on the the t- season 24 Blu-ray so oh yeah, yeah but they're just putting a couple of it, it must be a, a dodgy thing for I was, I'd imagine well, it, it's not the dumb thing at all to release no, an audition tape without quite permi- an ex- exactly yeah, must be quite exceptional to uh, to get permission to do that mm-hmm. yeah um, and then who else did we have we, had, we had Judith Paris and Maureen Morris uh, Pete you stayed for most of this one, I did yeah yeah oh, yeah because uh, today was so packed you had to kind of decide whether you were going to eat your lunch very quickly or try and stay for them all <laughs> and I did try to stay for them all and they were great uh, so we got the great spy the great one and Eldrad um, and they're, they're both really opposites like uh, um, Maureen was quite um, quite quiet and uh, and she was like revealing that she was the not revealing but talking about how she had been one of the original voices of Listen With Mother on BBC Home Service Radio so like that um, uh, are you sitting comfortably then we'll begin she did that and it was just that, that it was just like something that beamed out of the 1960s or 50s straight at you uh, quite, quite scary to think that she was also responsible for obliterating all two legged life uh, or, or, or would have been and John Pertwee mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and yeah, and then Judith Paris had loads of stories of different actors she's worked with and all the movies and things she's been in and, um, so yeah they, they, they were a nice pair because I've never seen either of them before no 
<laughs> and then after a very nice lunch. Yes. The food has been good. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Best hotel food I've had in this country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, ever. Lovely, ever. lovely lemon meringue pie today. Right. I've enjoyed that. <laughs> And uh, then we had uh, John Broomfield and Mo- Roger Murray Leach. I've already talked about them. It's really a blur. <laughs> uh, no, 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 we haven't talked about those because um, obviously for me and Pete here uh, and Hannah as well, hearing about them, um, Roger Murray Leach saying um, that he was really miserable working on Blake 7 was a bit of a blow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but understandably from the sounds of it that trying to actually get the Liberator sets made were quite was quite a... <laughs> Yeah. A troublesome process. I felt so gutted for him when he was talking about the um, the props guys chucking stuff around and it being really battered. Because I think if oh. obviously you have sort of gone into the nerdery and in tweet threads or whatever, and people have chronicled, mm-hmm. well, you can see this dent after this week, and this is mm-hmm. torn here, and this gets disappearing and broken here, and. But, See that was happening already, and he and the fact that he could see it happening to something he'd put clearly so mm-hmm. much effort in, yeah. into getting on screen, and he knew it wasn't going to look as good as it should have. And and then we had Philip, Philip Hinchcliffe, uh, who's always a class act, and just uh, get lots lots of stories from his time. And uh, someone asked him an interesting question that I was, I was interested in as well, which is what would you have done if you if John Pertwee hadn't been hadn't left? Because it's so hard to imagine Hinchcliffe gothic yeah. era with Pertwee. And it, but he was like he said he, hadn't, he said he hadn't thought of that before himself, but he thinks they would have probably done pretty much the same thing, but they wouldn't have tried to make John Pertwee be un like they would have just built their own version of the show around him mm-hmm. and oh, played, played to his strengths yeah mm-hmm. uh, so, but, and, and then we had a, a real big hitter to, to close on with you know, Kevin McNally who get, gets a one hour slot here the guy's got like 200 IMDB uh, credits and uh, has just been in everything under the sun that one flew by uh, I felt the word raconteur raconteur we have you, been raconted haven't yeah, we yeah. you could do a e- whole evening with Kevin McNally he's on it and very a very good storyteller. Oh, and yeah. his story about um, uh, a guy called Tony Haddock turning up to come <laughs> and interview him was was magnificent. And I don't know whether he deliberately got the name wrong or he'd yeah. just forgotten, but. It was just, yeah, and that Mr. Also known as Toby Haydock was um, was clearly very nervous about breaking the news to him that Twin Dilemma was not the most highly regarded yeah. Doctor Who story. Don't worry, I know it's the shittest one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good story from him about being terrified by the weeping angels when he thought they were statues and then they weren't uh, I've just spoiled that now though if you're ever going to see him I have to pretend you didn't hear that but it was really nice because he had really good things to say about the flux and the fact that they kept writing more episodes for him because he was so good <laughs> yeah, it was really it. great yeah mm-hmm. and, and you observed didn't you about it, uh, Hannah about his um he, he prefers the, the modern filming technique, unlike yeah, a lot we, of guests. And I think because we come to this with a lot of older actors in the classic series who have that experience of rehearsal at, um, acting and then they have these long studio sessions in the evening, I, he's the first person I've, I've ever heard really um, go, no, I don't miss that. I don't think that um, 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 was really that good. It's better Ooh. doing this in our concentrated verse. You get... 20 minutes to really concentrate on something instead of trying to think what you're doing in an hour's time and always thinking about what's next you, you get to um, do it all in, in one go and mm. really sort of get into the nitty gritty 
far more and breaking it down like um, that is his preference yeah. um, I thought it's, yeah he seemed really sort of passionate and um, that like, things were a much better way to go now which I thought was interesting when we kind of talked um, about what actors older actors expectations of moving into modern television whether you know they they all seem to lament the loss of that rehearsal time maybe they do but maybe more of them you know should be telling us more well actually there are good elements about a newer way of doing it and um, and you know there is still enjoyment to be had it's just different yeah <laughs> so any highlights what's, what's everyone's one abiding memory of the uh, of the weekend Ooh, favorite panel oh, or favorite you know um, oh i should mention um this morning um peter purvis dropped the hint that um the yes. celestial toy maker could almost maybe perhaps be animated perhaps oh did he could you missed that one Pete, yeah didn't you? i did yeah so um yeah he because the um commentary didn't work out so he was sort of dropping hints and someone said oh this one would be good for animation and he said well he said i think we would like that he said well, i can't talk about that I said, okay uh. i don't know um for me i think the highlight of the weekend was um Daniel Anthony and Tommy Knight I think they were absolutely wonderful and it, there was such joy about the Sarah Jane adventures in their, their panel They and they looked like they were having the most amazing time being reunited and catching up and the photos with them they were just really happy and they banged again saying oh hello hello and they were just so happy to see everyone that was I think for me that was, was the highlight Mine's going to be the missing episodes panel. Mm-hmm. I oh, yeah. found that really interesting. It's a lot of new information to me to find out about how this archive policy came and, and to be created. And I feel like there's so much more we could sort of dig into the details in there to try and find out the exact order of when exactly stuff started and, and getting saved and why. That big why, I think, is sort of, sort of very interesting. I see Bonnie Lanford and her dog, Poppy. Oh, <laughs> Poppy. <laughs> who of course was running all around and our first thing to see Bonnie is chasing her dog in the in the park here. Yes, <laughs> it's <all> safe. <laughs> and for me, I think actually just finally getting to see Dame June Hudson uh, in, in person. I've never seen her at an event before uh, and just seeing the passion she talked about all of her stories with and the fact that she remembered all the details of everything she worked on was uh, was, was really nice. Yeah. And apparently age 90. <gasps> yeah. There are, mm-hmm. Sources do vary. Yes. But, but some, She's yeah. still so passionate and yeah. got such a fantastic memory and to talks talk about the detail of her. immaculately turned out Looks as well. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't got one highlight because the whole thing was my first ever convention. The John Levine Trauma Hour. <laughs> You'll never forget. June Hudson's Adventures in Bondage. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. panel was in, uh, Katie Manning, Katie Manninging everybody, <laughs> as she does. And just, it's just super efficient and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, yeah. That. Same time next year. Same time next year. Yeah. Same, same yeah. time next year. Same yeah. place, mm-hmm. possibly even as well. Uh, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you've managed to enjoy it vicariously, uh, and uh, tune in to Trap One again next time. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.